Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long term. And they want to help you succeed too, likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin, all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Well, hey, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here, and it's Monday morning, and I'm so excited to be live with you all who are tuning in live with a special guest, I guess you're a guest coach today, Joanna. And those of you that are listening on the podcast or watching on the replay, hello to you as well. But Joanna is one of our coaches here at Disruptive Nutrition, and we're, I'm super excited about what we're going to talk about. But Joanna, hi. Hi, everyone. It's been a little while since uh, I brought a coach on to uh, connect with us, but there is a very specific reason why I am bringing you on and I'm excited to talk about it. It's super important, but right now, everybody, if you're watching live or even on the replay, just say hi to Joanna. Joanna is one of our best coaches. She has been with us for so long. She has an incredible medical background but she doesn't do lives very often with us. So, you know, it's not always like the most comfortable thing in the world. You don't always do a podcast. So are you nervous? Are you okay? A little bit, a little bit. I'm okay though. <laughs> I like, I like the topic we're talking about. So <laughs> I know. So let's, let's dig into that. Joanna, just before we even talk about what we're going to talk about, tell people I've known you for, I don't know, 20, 30 years? Is that, Gosh. could it be that long? 
I think you're right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Joanna, like little known secret, Joanna and I went to high school together and she was like the smartest girl in high school. And then she went to college and did really smart things in college. And we got disconnected and then came back together. Thanks to like the Facebook, right. Um, when you were struggling with some things, but talk about your background. You were, she was salutatorian of our class, like really smart. And then went to college, tell everybody what you went to college for. And then what you've been doing for the last 20 years. So I went to college. I actually um, got a degree in farm in pharmacy. And so you know, after finishing pharmacy school, I decided to do a residency program um, where you're kind of specializing more in clinical care. So I was more interested in working with patients one-on-one versus working um, in a pharmacy kind of setting in a retail pharmacy or in a hospital pharmacy. Yeah, I so, didn't know that you could do those kinds of things in pharmacy. Yeah. I just think of like, I go to CVS and there's my pharmacist. Right. And right. so a few people actually from our class that were pharmacists um, that graduated with you. And that was kind of what I thought they did, but you took it to a whole new place. Right. So, you know, it's kind of, yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, especially when I was graduating, gosh, I don't remember like 20 years ago, um, this kind of, it was more than 20 years ago, Joanna, (laughs) this kind of setting, um, was not really something that's commonplace, you know, and I was lucky enough to get a position at, as, um, in, doing a residency at a VA system. Um, and they're just so much far advanced in terms of what pharmacists can do in that setting. So I was really lucky in that respect. And so since that time, I've been working um, generally with diabetics. Um, I'm really there in the clinic setting with the providers and the doctors can refer patients to me, especially those hard to control diabetics, mm-hmm. patients with hard to control blood pressure, cholesterol, excuse me, among other things, but, you know, I feel like diabetes is the most, um, prevalent and the most, um, utilize the, the thing that they utilize me for the most, because there's so much diabetes. And so you know that one out of two people right now are pre-diabetic. Well, you know, this you're smarter than me. One out of two people are pre-diabetic or diabetic. It's crazy. Um, you know, especially with the obesity epidemic in, in the United States and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. So you work with diabetics and you also work with our veterans, which I just think is such an honorable place to serve. So thank you for serving them who have served us and, uh, and the VA saved my father-in-law's life. So if you're watching live, put VA because, you know, people like Joanna are the ones that are working hard and, and helping, but here's what's interesting. You're a diabetic educator. How long have you been in this, in this position? So it is, uh, let's see what state, uh, so 21 years, almost 22. Okay. So that is a long time to be doing this. And the reason I wanted Joanna to introduce herself first is so that you understood her level of background, her level of education, her level of training and experience with metabolic disease. That is what diabetes is. And right now in this country, 88% of deaths are caused by a metabolic disease, whether it's high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, strokes, cancer, all of that stems from, you ready? A dysregulated blood sugar. Now, we've come a long way in our science to really understand how important blood sugar is, but it hasn't caught up 
with what we do every day and what we teach people on how to live. But at Disruptive Nutrition, we teach blood sugar stabilization. But I learned blood sugar stabilization when I was trying to lose weight. When I was tr- not, I didn't even know about needing to be healthy. I just had tried all the diets and wanted to lose weight. But we know like that, like Joanna, what you're doing now is after they're diagnosed. After, right. and it is so hard, right? But these, these, these diseases are preventable. Right. And I, I hate to, um, to kind of come down on our medical field, but so often we have doctors and then pharmacists where we name it, we blame it, and then we tame it. So we name the issue, we blame it on whatever it was that happened, and then we tame it with medication, right? right. And that's not going to reverse it. It's going to tame it until it gets bad enough where the medication is not going to matter anymore. Am I speaking out of turn here? No, you're right. I mean, there's, you know, when I was going to school, um, we learned that basically if you're not diabetic or pre-diabetic, your body just takes care of your blood sugar by itself. So you don't really have to worry about it. So, you know, is that true? Is that accurate? No. Hmm. Say more, Joanna. That was like, like I have chills in my body. Oh, <laughs> so no. you know that's why one the the reason that I was drawn to your you know to just disruptive nutrition and the program is because when you started talking about blood sugar stabilization, stabilization, I was thinking, gosh, yeah, I've been doing this for how many years, telling my patients how to stabilize their blood sugars through what they're eating, um, in addition to medications, but yeah, I never thought of it as being important for myself. But by us doing that, helping our body to do that work more efficiently, that kind of helps over the long term so that we are less likely to develop these type of um, metabolic disorders down the line. Mm-hmm. But when you came to us at Disruptive Nutrition all these years ago, you were like, I now you at, it was intriguing to you because you actually did a free seminar of mine years ago right. and then. We're like, oh my gosh, she's teaching this. But you came to the seminar, not because you thought I was teaching blood sugar stabilization. Right. You came to the seminar, why? Because I was, um, I needed to lose weight. I was tired all the time. I had no energy. I had little kids that I couldn't keep up with. I literally could come home from work and just sit on the couch and fall asleep. And I, I felt sometimes I could fall asleep on my feet. I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to get through the day with uh, coffee, chocolate, whatever I could to get through the day. And I was like, I can't be doing this for, you know, the rest of my life. I have to find a reason why, a reason why this is happening and why I feel like this and do better. Yeah. And you were, you're a medical professional, right? And so you were going down the weight loss, energy, all of that kind of thing, stumble upon the fact that we're talking about blood sugar stabilization. So you were like, okay, I'm in, I mean, I have to, I gotta, I gotta just see what this is all about. I'm going to show a picture of you, Joanna. I love this picture of you. This is when Joanna came to us, right? And I'm not all about before and after pictures at all. This is a journey. This is not about what we look like on the outside. It is like when we heal from the inside, everything Mm -hmm. works better. But just like, you know, when we, we know that weight is a symptom of health and hormones, right? And we know that when we are not at our optimal health, we're not going to be at our optimal weight. You see it every single day with your clients. But oh, yeah. I love that because you're so open and coachable and somebody that's this knowledgeable on, in the field, but yet didn't know this as the preventative. And all you did was eat differently. Right. Give you any medication, 
I didn't give you any fancy pills or any fancy, really even supplements. There were some supplements that we know we need to have for vitamins and nutrients, but there was no magic pill. It was just food. So tell me about that process for you and learning how to balance your blood sugar in that way. And then what it does for you and your patients now. It's, you know, it was just mind boggling to me that with what I do, like, how did I not hear about this before? How do I, how did I not know how important this was for everyone, not just for people with diabetes? Um, so, you know, going through, I had a pretty decent background in nutrition because I would talk to my patients all the time about, you know, trying to eat balanced meals, trying to eat smaller meals more frequently throughout the day, making sure they have some protein along with their carbohydrates. So, um, it actually was pretty simple when I learned about it because I had that background. So just incorporating it at first, I was very um, worried about, uh, first of all, being able to eat every three to four hours because mm-hmm. I was thinking, gosh, I can't even figure out what I'm going to make for dinner. How am I going to figure out what I'm going to make you for all these You were kind of meals? a hot mess. I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> she has three kids. She works full time. And she was like, you know, house cleaning, all the things. We finally got her to get a cleaning lady last year. Yeah, that that's been a lifesaver. <laughs> but I remember our call because I I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have the time. You're like, it's never going to be a good time. And I was like, you know, you're right. I have to just just do it. And so that was really the best thing that I ever did. I just could not believe how much energy I had after that first one or two weeks when I was kind of detoxing, but it was just amazing how much better I felt, just my mood, my attitude, everything. Um, so that's why I decided to become a coach because I felt like how, how does not everybody, everybody not know this, this is such an important concept for everybody, something that is pretty simple, but it's just, it's not out there. I feel like as much as some of these other kind of fad diets that are out there. Right. And, and, you know, I would like to, to clarify in the fact that you're not wrong. You weren't taught wrong that our body can balance its blood sugar. Right. On its own. It does, right? When, does, we, right. when our blood sugar spikes, our body releases insulin to try to balance it out. Right. But, and a perfect example of that is stress. So when yeah. we stress, um, and if it's chronic stress, this is what really can debilitate us. Stress is one of the six plates that we talk about. We always have to be spinning. We have to manage our stress because stress releases cortisol. And cortisol mm-hmm. will spike our blood sugar. Yeah. So our body will release insulin yeah. in an effort to balance it. So right. when we are not, so that's a great example of how our body will do that, right? When we are not eating in a way that, I mean, let, our, ba- our body will balance its blood sugar one of two ways, either through food or on its own. But when you have to keep taxing your body to balance your blood sugar because your eating is so off, and for women, let's think about this, we restrict our calories. We fast. Yeah. We do keto. So we totally take, get rid of carbs and we're like biohacking our body to have to try to balance its blood sugar more than what it normally has to do. Right. And that is like, honestly, especially for men too, a typical American diet, we overdo we overdo. And then our body has to constantly keep recalculating. You know, when you're driving and you have the GPS and you just keep missing the turn (laughs) and it's like recalculating, recalculating. It's like, you just keep doing that to your body. And eventually it's just like, can't anymore. Right. But imagine if you just knew how to eat better and better. I mean, actually just eat correctly. 
Right. You don't put that undue stress in your body. You're put your body at such less risk for disease. You don't stress it out as much when it does have to release the insulin. When you are stressed out, it can handle it. I would love for you to talk a little bit about the fact that very recently you put on a blood glucose monitor. Yes. So, so talk about that and why yeah. you did. So I, um, you know, in the course of my work, I'm starting to see more patients with um, continuous glucose monitors. We're starting to use them a little bit more. Yeah. So um, we were given the opportunity to, as part of the training, to actually wear one, um, which was great, a great experience because then I could actually see like what the patients go through, um, how the whole thing works, um, how the app works, all the, what the, you know, the transmitters, the sensors, all the things that are involved with that. So that was really helpful. Um, but, you know, it was also helpful for me because I wanted, I was interested to see how P, eating PFC every three what it did to my blood sugars and how different meals that I was eating affected my blood sugar readings. So I know when you told me about this, I was like, this is so exciting because we've, we've always known the impact of this, but now with more glucose monitoring in this way, we actually have a lot of really cool data. So we're going to share some of your data, but I think it's also interesting because, and, and just like all of us, and this is what I love about disrupting nutrition. I used to teach people how to eat and it was actually super simple, you know, overall, once you can, you, you, you learn the nuances of it. But women would often like do it and then life would get in the way. Life would get chaotic. Inevitably, we fall off. And mm -hmm. we weren't teaching mindset as much. We weren't teaching sustainability skills as much mm -hmm. because we need that when life gets crazy, women, we always put ourselves laughs and then we end up so far away. Well, there was a little point in your life in 2021 where oh, you yeah. started feeling that pressure. Life was getting really chaotic. That's when I said, you're getting a cleaning lady. Yep. <laughs> and I love the fact that you are, are part of our community and you're like, you recognize that you were in chaos, but you were, you were struggling to get yourself back. But what did yeah. you notice when you were off with your eating for a period of time? What did you notice about your blood sugar levels? Well, you know, even right away, you can tell if you have a meal that's really high in carbs, I mean, I would, I could literally go sit down and just take a nap mm -hmm. because you feel the difference. Yep. Um, you can feel kind of that blood sugar spiking um, because of your, you're not eating the correct balance of food. Mm -hmm. So that was a difference. I mean, the other thing is just the energy level definitely goes down. Um, and then what, didn't you get your blood, um, your fasting levels done too? Well, you know what I did on my, uh, when I was on the continuous glucose monitor, I started to notice that when I was waking up in the morning, my sugars were higher than they should be because somebody without diabetes, they should be less than a hundred. Mm -hmm. And you know, the lower, the better in the morning when you get up. And I started noticing that my sugars, I was waking up with 104, 106. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's pre-diabetic range. But I have to also were aware that it. you were falling off the, you know, kind of mm -hmm. The, uh, the approach that we teach right? and your stress level was super high. Right. And I wasn't sleeping. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And those so are the plans, right? Nutrition, exercise, sleep, water, stress, and supplements. And mm -hmm. you, when you and I talked, you were like, you weren't spinning a few of those plates. Oh yeah. And, but I love that now that you know that you can reflect and say, okay, and I, I don't go look for another diet. Right. I just got to start oh, I, my plates. Exactly. And I know this is the, the, 
best approach. It's just getting those, like you said, plates spinning again and getting back on track. So, you know, Joanna is part of our community and our coaches and our clients all work hand in hand. And really Joanna was like, okay, everyone, you're, you're going to hold me accountable. So Joanna has yes. been doing all sorts of amazing things recently, but I'd love to show, I'm going to show for those of you that are watching this, your blood, the glucose monitor, like a snapshot of one mm -hmm. of the, the pieces. And I, this was like, the top line is um, half of a day. The bottom line is a full day because I think this, you sent this to me in the middle of the day. Right. So it was a day before and the day after. Do you remember, I, I actually have the notes from when you shared this with me, but do you, can you, do you remember like um, what was what happening when you spiked, when your blood sugar spiked? So I think so. I remember, I mean, I always have a shake in the morning. That's my first meal. Even on the weekends, I love my shake. So that was at about 7am. Yes. That was about seven o'clock usually in the morning. And that never really did anything to my blood sugars that kept it pretty stable. Mm -hmm. So then, um, I, I know that when I first started the continuous glucose monitor, I made a big, um, pan of the Turkey quinoa casserole, which I love. From but, our recipe vault, right? From our recipe vault, yeah. but unfortunately my kids and don't really eat it. So I was like, hey, I have meals for the rest of the week. So I She's ate literally that eating this for like every meal. <laughs> I did. It's so good. But you can tell the difference that you can see there was a bit of a spike, um, probably because of the quinoa. Um, maybe the no, no, actually, you no? know what ended up happening? Because I have this down in my notes. Okay. You forgot to add fat. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did yep. because I didn't put cheese on it because I was on the four weeks to wellness. Yep. So, so I didn't, didn't put have, cheese on it. You didn't have balance mm. there. And that's, that's what right. ended up happening. That's why balancing our, you know, our meals each time matters. It's like over the day, doesn't matter what counting calories for the day, counting your macros for the day will not take into consideration blood sugar stabilization. Right. Stabilization. So I thought that was super interesting, but here's what you did. And again, I wrote all this down. You went for a walk after, and that That's is good. one of the strategies to be able to bring your blood sugar down is to go for a walk after you eat, but look where it did. It, it brought it down a little bit right? too low, but almost too low. Right. And I just want to compare that with up here because mm -hmm. on the same time, the next day you had a totally balanced PFC meal. Like you got all of it, you know, right on and you went for a walk. And look what happened. It was super stable. You know, that, that concept of what goes up must come down. Mm -hmm. The higher you go up, the faster it falls down. And you know, people know that, right? Because if you eat like candy, oh, you yeah. get that sugar high and then the crash. And we act like it's no big deal. That is literally causing a blood sugar roller coaster. Yeah. So we, we have the candy. We just know how to balance it so that we don't get those crashes. This was interesting too. This was dinner time for you. And you had, um, you were like, I, I went like nuts on tortilla chips. <laughs> I did. I tried those Siete tortilla chips They're for the so first good. time. They were very good, but <laughs> yes, I didn't pay attention to portion as much as I, as I should have. But no, but I love that this is just information because it yeah. really goes to show, right? How, right. How powerful that is. And then, sorry, I'm like, my screen is off a little bit. I'm just going to look over here. So then I remember you said here, I'm looking at my notes. Um, you had, now everybody says, you know, we're not supposed to eat at night. We're not supposed to eat at night. You ended up having a, a, a meal at night. I was in Aloha bar, mm -hmm. chocolate bar at night. 
look at how stable your blood sugar was. Yes. And then when you come up and wake up, you were actually, because you had that nighttime snack, look at mm -hmm. you woke up with a much more stabilized blood sugar than you did the night before when you right. hadn't had the snack the night before. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so interesting? It really is. It was really amazing to see. This was your shake. And then this cracked me up because you had the turkey quinoa casserole again at like nine, something nine o'clock in the morning. Or I think you must have been, yeah, you had your shake earlier. You had uh, the turkey quinoa um, casserole and you were like, I forgot the fat again. Because I think you needed, you didn't make it with any fat. So you needed to add the fat and you forgot yes. to add the fat. Yes. Yep. So there was that. And then this one here at two, so this was, you had another meal here and it was um, uh, turkey, carrots, and an almond, and almonds. Yeah. And you went for a walk here. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. That. Yep. And then here you, I, I, I almost laughed out loud because you had turkey <laughs> quinoa casserole again. <laughs> <laughs> But here you added, um, you, your notes were like, you had a whole lot of extra quinoa on there. Uh -huh. Right. And so one of the things is like, we know that you don't have to be perfect when you just think about this, like you knew you were off. Right. But on, on, on a regular basis, when you know, you're pretty well on your body can actually regulate itself. Like you were saying when it's used to not having to work so hard all the time. Exactly. imagine how this would have looked if you weren't eating in the way that we were eating, right? Where you have big, big dips and big, big spikes because you're not being consistent. Like that's incredible. And I think it really is a really amazing opportunity for us to take a literal look inside right? what our approach does for your body. And we know that when you can regulate blood sugar over time, that's going to put your body at, at a lower risk. What people don't understand is how you eat to do that. Yeah. The concept of blood sugar stabilization is not new. It's not trendy. It's not like a new diet, right? It is right. what we know we need, but we've always kind of been under the impression that our body can do it ourselves and we don't really need to do it with have food. Have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then we really didn't know how to really do it with food. But here you go. And I also just love the fact that when you went for that walk, yes, like you brought down, but it brought it down too low. That's why like we think, oh, I'm going to exercise. Well, if you exercise, you're not fueling your body correctly. You're going to put your blood sugar even at more risk. Likely you're going to put yourself at a deficit. You, you haven't been focused on blood sugar and it goes up and down like mm -hmm. crazy. So I don't know. I just think this has been an amazing journey for you, both professionally and personally. Would you agree? I do. I, and now, you know, with everything that I learned um, by using this approach for myself, it really helps me to help my patients better because I can better explain to them, you know, how they need to eat. Granted, they don't always listen, but <laughs> some of them do. And it's really amazing and how well they do if they're supposed to, if, when, when they eat correctly yeah. um, and how that helps with their blood sugars. My, my mother-in-law reversed her diabetes mm -hmm. diagnosis. Like that's incredible. It really right? is. I mean, you know, you're not reversing with medication, uh, right? You're maintaining, but you're not reversing. You're not. All you're trying to do is keep it under control so that you don't develop those complications down the road, but you're, you, you know, you're just adding the medications to help um, do that rather than trying to do it through lifestyle changes. 
I mean, granted, lifestyle changes, we do, you know, try to encourage everybody to do lifestyle changes. But if you're just relying on medications and insulin, that's not going to be the most effective way. Exactly. And why would you want to put your body through that if you don't have to? In fact, I was just talking to somebody who had gestational diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, you have to change your eating. We're not putting you on the medication. You're pregnant. But as soon as you're not pregnant anymore, we don't really care about it, whether or not we put you on the medication. And I'm like, wait a minute, if we could control it through food, why wouldn't we always try to do that? Right. And that's the funniest thing too, because my sister, when she was having twins, she had gestational diabetes. She had to be on insulin for it. But she's like, it was so funny. Like once I gave birth, they were like, whatever, who cares yeah. if your sugar's fine. Nobody asked her anything about how her blood sugar is doing. Right. And we just don't really recognize it as much as a preventative, but Yes. I think it's two parts. One, yes. Preventative for all that stuff. For some of us, it feels like it's really far down the road, but to be very honest with you, if you are continuously gaining weight, remember you are, you are the weight you are because of the signals you've been sending your body. And I can tell you with 100% confidence, if you don't know how to eat to balance your blood sugar, that is going to be the number one shift that you can make to literally decrease your risk of metabolic disease. That to me is so important. So, so much more than a number on a scale. Right. But when you do that, you end up, your body and you end up becoming in this relationship that you always wanted from those diets and never got because you were fighting your body. When you're Mm -hmm. suddenly working with your, it's like your spouse, right? Like when you guys aren't gelling and you're like fighting, right? It's like, oh, nothing works well in your life. Not that you and your husband fight. No, never, never. (laughs) When Peter and I aren't right, it's like nothing is right. Right. Like it just, everything's kind of messy, but when we're like synergistic and on the same page, it's like everything works better. That's what we have to be doing with our body. That's the key. And then, like you said, more energy, like you're hiking with your kids that you said you couldn't have done before sleeping better. You exercise and then also look at the transformation too, right? Like that was, that says everything. When you get to that optimal health, when you give your body what it needs, it will do for you what those diets never could do. Like nothing flourishes in a deficit. Can you imagine telling your diabetic patients to fast? No. <laughs> and it might not necessarily be good for them either because then their sugar might get too low. So right. yeah. Right, right. And so we need to get everybody on the same page about what we're talking about. It's just way too important. And imagine like your kids now know more about food than you did. My oh, kids. Absolutely. I mean, we can change our family tree and, and reverse the epidemic. The true pandemic that's actually here right now still is yeah. this, because let's be honest, the people that had the preexisting conditions, those were metabolic conditions, metabolic issues that could have been dealt with had we been understanding blood sugar stabilization before. That is the key to your body being in homeostasis. And I love that with all of the education that you have, this is now a part of what you know is, you know, you've learned. And you'll say when you know you do, you just didn't know before. Right. But my my only, my last question, you may, may or may not have an answer for this, but I have theories. Why is it, do you think that the medical professionals that we trust to tell us what to do with our bodies and our health 
are not trained in this knowledge? I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, some people, you might say that maybe just because you, you're, you know, you have the whole pharmaceutical companies and, you know, wanting people to be on medications and things like that. But I don't know if that's really the case, but I think it is that we just don't know, like we are trained by, by other, say in pharmacy school, either by other medical professionals, pharmacists, maybe, you know, they don't know. So then they pass on this information to you and you, you never really realize the truth or, you know, some of these concepts out there that um, maybe are not well known. I don't know. Yeah. I do think we're starting to shift some of this. I can mm -hmm. see the conversation pointing more towards this with more functional medical practitioners that really work at the root cause instead of, right. you know, the, of just the medical. medical, but also let's right. be honest, like our doctors are trained after graduation mm -hmm. by the pharmaceutical companies who are the ones going into the doctor's offices. Not well, at least I, we don't have to worry about that at the VA because they're not allowed. <laughs> okay. Right. But our doctors all have that, right? Like, and that's like, but also you guys are trained in the medicine side of it, right? Right. The pharmaceutical side of it. That's a big mm -hmm. part of training. Yes. Um, so anyway, there's this, there's a lot that, that happens The our food industry, to be very honest with you. Yeah. Our, and that's, I mean, in our membership group, we're going to, we're doing a big, um, book study around this right now and how the food companies actually are infusing so much salt, sugar, and fat that we don't even know about in our food that we might think we're eating healthy. Like you'll play yogurt. You might as well be going out and having an ice cream every single night with your family. In fact, there's more sugar in that than there is, but it seems it's packaged like it's a like it's healthy, healthy breakfast right. food. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's a piece of that. That's that there's lots of puzzles floating, lots of puzzle pieces floating. And, and I like to say that at Disruptive Nutrition, we're bringing around those puzzle pieces all in one place. And I'm just so happy that you're with us to be able Thank to you. not only support our clients, but also to be able to take those puzzle pieces that you have in your job, that you find here, put them together, not just for your clients, but also for your patients. And then hopefully for your colleagues too. Yes. Awesome. By the way, um, your chair is fabulous. You're in a gaming chair. <laughs> This is her office in a gaming chair. Is it comfortable? Is if it's comfortable? It is comfortable. Well, it is. Go. Well, there you go. So, Coach Joanna, I am just I love having you with us. Thank you for sharing your story and your data. And I just think we need to continue to work together to get more data so we can continue to share this with people because we are, I say that's like, we're evangelical about it. We want everybody to know this and do this. And so yes. get yourselves on a call with one of our coaches. We'll answer your questions. We, we, we don't have our program sitting on our website. We don't, because what we know is if you just kind of go in click and buy something or join something it might not be right for you. And you have to understand kind of, or we have to understand more about you. You have to understand more about us so we can find a way to be able to put you into a plan that is going to fit your lifestyle, your needs and all of that stuff. So um, we'll put a link to be able to book a call. When we have our calendar open, we get very, very, very busy, um, but get on a call so that we can just sort of talk to you and figure something out. No pressure ever. 
I mean, we're so, we're, we are so busy all the time. We're not pressuring anybody. When people are ready, they need to do this. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. That's okay. Well, it's not quite okay. It makes me, the longer people are doing this, the harder and harder it is to get it right. Well, and then, then when you finally do decide to do it, then you're thinking back, why didn't I do this years ago? Everybody does. Everybody says that. They're like, why did I wait so long? So don't wait so long, you guys. So thank Joanna in the comments for her contribution, for her expertise. I love this, Joanna. You're the best. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.